ChatGPT versus Google Search. ChatGPT came out, took the world by storm. Everyone loves it, playing around with it, asking questions, making Seinfeld scripts, writing code, all of these great things. And then the articles emerge. Uh, Google got smoked by ChatGPT. Uh, is, is ChatGPT the next threat to Google's dominance? Google faces a serious threat from ChatGPT. And in this video, I just want to sort of question the, um, you know, why is this the sort of uh, con sort of perspective that is happening? Um, now, there are some great uh, sort of um, articles and pieces that uh, maybe it's not uh, such uh, a clear uh, threat uh, to Google's uh, dominance, but I just overall it was really interesting, uh, you know, sort of this, as soon as people are sort of interacting with chat, chat GPT, all of a sudden saying Google search is dead. And, um, you know, for many reasons, I think this is definitely, uh, I err on the side that this is uh, an overstated um, threat. Um, and uh, I'd, I'd like to share why. Uh, first of all, I'll just take, you know, continue to sort of take a, 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 a journey down that path, which is, you know, people saying, hey, I typed in a question on uh, Google search and then I typed it in on uh, chat GPT. And oh man, the other idea is, hey, wow, chat GPT gives you such great answers and it only gives you one answer and that's fantastic. But you know, what I'm struggling here with is just sort of the bigger uh, picture of this, and I'll I'll get off my uh, pedestal and just uh, talk about uh, a couple um, points. Uh, so, I mean, first of all, um, OpenAI uh, funded, uh, you know, a, a billion-dollar investment from Microsoft, incredible team. I love, you know, the innovations that they've made and also some of the, you know, focus that they've brought on these systems in the world today. However, um they are interacting with information. The way that they are training their system is through the world's information and who organizes the world's information. Yes, Microsoft has Bing, uh, but generally most people when thinking about that, think about Google uh, and, and Alphabet. I mean, we know, I know that you understand that mix. And so um, they're like using, uh, you know, I'm guessing some sort of uh, scraping mechanism from that's even le leveraging information off Google search itself to train the models that then create chat G GPT. So it in itself is reliant on Google search. I'd like to also sort of talk about just the technical talent. Um, obviously the open AI has fantastic. They've been able to execute this on a long time, but if I go to, you know, chat GPT at this uh, exact moment, it's down. It's at capacity. They're struggling to handle the um, the weight of usage um, of this system, where Google has been running relatively smoothly for years on end. Not just Google itself, but YouTube, Google Maps, huge multimedia applications serving billions of people every single day with barely any downtime or lag or problem. And yes, maybe you've experienced some yourself, but overall, I think we've got to admit it's pretty good. And from a downtime perspective, what we've seen from chat GPT versus Google. And again, I know they're early stage companies. We've just got to think of the scale that Google um, has been operating. Uh, now, one of the other super interesting uh, pieces here is that Google actually, um, you know, it grabs, it is grabbing information in real time and organizing that information. And if you've experienced um, ChatGPT, you can see the fundamental limitations. And uh, I guess the idea here is that they have only trained their system until 2021. I'm not sure when in 2021, 
But as an example, uh, I did a query around um, Adam Newman of WeWork, and it gave me this wonderful uh, description of how Adam Newman was a success story and how successful WeWork was. And my understanding, my guess is that it didn't have the information on the downfall of WeWork that had actually happened uh, after um, the model had been trained. And so it just gave me the information that it knew at the time, whereas Google has real world um you know, access to this information and can train that model that they're generating in real time. And what is that model? We've, um, you know, we've seen this talked about publicly. It's not like, like people think like, hey, it says chat, I don't know why I'm taking such a negative uh, tone here. I just think this is really short-sighted. There's some really smart people who are talking about this. I think they're really, I mean, I don't think the really smart people are saying, hey, Google is done. Uh, But I think there is this sort of hysteria around it that I just think is really sort of short-sighted, not under, I don't know, just not comprehending the scale that Google is operating. The fact that they already have their own version of this. Yes, it's not maybe as publicly accessible as the way that OpenAI released it, but like we've already had... (laughs) people internally in Google interact with this system and say that it's conscious. So it's not like Lambda, Google's version of this is, um, you know, dumb. And, uh, and you know, I, I just don't think, um, you know, we're thinking about how easily that, uh, you know, Google um, can execute on this. And I think this also speaks to something that we've seen, you know, over and over again is where, when you have um, uh, like a, a scale that is as big as Google, how quickly you can deploy technologies and have mass adoption uh, at speed. And the one example that I think about is uh, Google Docs did a summarization feature where it would auto summarize what was taking place in the Google Doc, which was a, a you know, which was a, comp- a thing that companies were building entire business models off. They released that, immediately deployed that into Google Docs, and then you know reaches touches billions and billions of people immediately. And so that's the same functionality that they have here. There is nothing stopping them from embedding. I mean, there may be something stopping them. I'm guessing it's related to the business model um, uh, in Google search. Uh, and I think, you know, I think that's where maybe there's some conflict uh, here, um, which is Google is incentivized to, um, you know, to serve up multiple results on the search engine results page. And then multiple of those are often. Um, you know, pay-per-click advertising. uh, And that is basically the prime driver of Google's business. And that is a massive business. And so they are incentivized for that not to go away. Um, Now, so to me, that's the biggest challenge. It's not the technical challenge. It's not the access to information. It's not the talent that they need uh, to make this happen. It is fundamentally how do they incorporate this kind of, say, uh, language interaction or information interaction without cannibalizing Google's business model or the vast amount of customers slash partners, however they look at them, um, during that process. So uh, I'm guessing that this is one of sort of Google's core um, I mean, that sort of one of their missions, maybe not core, that, that they're working on figuring out, especially as they see the adoption, the excitement of ChatGPT uh, here. And another thing that I wanted to then sort of point out to just sort of, I think, support this case is the, uh, like just the, the speed that they can, uh, they, they can move at. So for example, uh, within, 
uh, you know, a day or two of Facebook um, uh, releasing their um, meta sort of text to video. Uh, this is actually Imogen um, images, but um, Google released Imogen video. And then they said, hey, let's go up a notch, uh, up a notch and we'll do Fanaki. Uh, I'm still not sure if that's how, how it's pronounced, but let's synthesize video um, multi-prompt so that they can create continuous video over time with understanding that can tell a story. So like, I, I, I think what, I, you know, what we've seen here is, as Stable Diffusion rose, as OpenAI uh, rose, first of all, Google's seeing people searching for this exactly what they're searching, what they want to know, what they want to accomplish with it so they can execute on that. They have the technology, they have the capability, they have the servers, all of that. And when they are motivated and inspired, they can move at incredible in speed to deploy those technologies and reach people at scale. And there is opportunities with this, obviously, with um, OpenAI embedded into Microsoft and Microsoft Teams and all of this stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, Google has that same strength. And, um, you know, uh, even though Microsoft is invested in OpenAI, um, there's maybe still a little bit... Um, uh, alignment that's required there to then release uh, it um, directly into system. There's a couple other things that I'm just thinking of, which is we, uh, you know, we are liking the responses that ChatGPT is created, but in general, like even as I'm looking here, it's like this article is telling me information which is meaningful, uh, but it's also giving me video and image context to help me understand what I need to understand better. GPT in its current state is lacking that part. Of course, there's this sort of idea of pairing it with DALI or there's other ways that chat GPT can be enhanced to include meta information and, and all this, but then does it just cannibalize it and become another version of Google search? Like these are, I think things that we're not necessarily thinking about, whereas even in a how-to guide, it's great to get, you know, a listed out description by chat GPT, but I want to see some images along the way of how to pour properly or whatever it is, whatever shitty example that <laughs> I'm thinking uh, of right now. And just in a, a general um, piece here, like chat GPT, and I, I have somewhere in the quotes, but uh, just Sam Altman talking about the compute costs of chat GPT just being ridiculous, right? Yeah, exactly. We will have to monetize it somehow at some point because the compute costs are eye-watering uh as and yeah great million years a million users in five days that's that's fantastic there's lots of good signals that this is a great time for open ai that they're doing some incredible work but i just i, I just wanted to sort of tackle some of these i think uh hyperbolic overblown claims that this is an end uh to google search uh they will adapt they will continue they're still one of the best businesses probably ever built uh in the world they're not stupid people and they have uh, a lot of resources and a lot of talent to be able to execute on this and they're already ahead seeing signals in real time of where they need to guide this from a product development from a marketing standpoint uh, and I don't think we should discount them on this journey so uh, I love both I love OpenAI I want to see them continuing moving forward I want to see Google and Alphabet continuing moving forward uh, and you know building just incredible applications and functionality using machine learning um, and large language models to do just mind-blowing stuff um, and I think though we'll continue in parallel there will be uh, at least in this current uh, time no destroyer uh, of each other and if there was one to be destroyed here um, I think uh, OpenAI would be the one who is uh, 
I guess, David fighting uh, Goliath, even with the massive amount of resources um, that they have. So uh, let me know what you think about this. Would love to hear. Uh, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it would be great to know why. Uh, I always love learning. I love the feedback loop. As always, I've got some great resources here, and I'm going to continue to talk about uh, content like this. There's a lot more uh, stuff happening right now that's super interesting. I look forward to creating some videos on. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.